You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Ask the Expert podcast, where you'll learn key insights, tips, and strategies from experts across the globe to help you create the life and business of your dreams. Now, let's welcome your host, Anne Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of Ask the Expert podcast. I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross. Now, this is episode one of a special three part series, Finding Fulfillment, where we have the privilege of speaking with our guest expert, Lana Johnson. Now, in today's episode, Lana will be speaking to you about finding fulfillment and how to achieve more clarity, certainty, and confidence in yourself, your business, or your career. Now in episode two, we're going to be sharing common unhelpful time and money beliefs that will prevent you from achieving more clarity, certainty, and confidence. And then in episode three, we'll be eliminating common barriers that keep you stuck from achieving more clarity, certainty, and confidence. And you are probably not even aware of these things that we can self-sabotage our own success. Let me introduce Lana to you. Lana is an accomplished facilitator, speaker, leadership coach, strategic planner, and organizational change specialist who's passionate about helping clients realize and own their capabilities, strengths, and talents so they can finally experience a sense of achievement and fulfillment in their life, their business, and career. She draws on 20 years experience across the complementary disciplines of corporate strategic planning, organizational change management, human resource management, and business performance management. Now on today's show, Lana is going to share why so many women struggle with finding fulfillment and it's not what you think, why so many trainings and resources to help you find joy, confidence, and inner calm just won't work anymore, and what we should be doing instead, as well as five key pillars to achieving more clarity, certainty, and confidence. It's such an honor to be able to speak with you today, Lana, and the fact that you are doing this Finding Fulfillment series, because I know it's an area so many women continue to struggle with. But before we dive in, I'd love to know, what does fulfillment mean to you? Thank you, Anne-Marie. It's such a delight and pleasure to be here with you on your show today. Thank you for having me along. And such an important topic. I'm so glad we have the chance to talk about this because um, sometimes many of us are pursuing success, but we forget about the fulfillment part. And I think that uh, those two need to go hand in hand. So what does fulfillment mean to me? You know, for me, it's, um, and I think for many of the women I work with, it's about having that positive impact in the world that allows you to enjoy your working hours and look back on your life with a sense of contentment with what you've achieved as well. And I think there's really three things. It's about the difference that you've been able to make in the lives of the people that you want to work with and impact and uh, how you've lived as well. You know, how do you show up every time to a meeting with a client uh, in the world with the people you interact with? And then thirdly, really important, there's so much fulfillment that comes from the connections that you make. So how are we attracting the right people into our lives and, and being present with them and building those connections that help to build and work towards our success, but also fulfilling in themselves. So, you know, what I'd hope for my clients and what I hope for myself is that we can all look back on our lives, you know, as we get further along in life and feel a real sense of success from the point that we've 
had the impact we wanted to and we've been able to empower others in the way we want to and we're really pleased with the way we have lived our life uh, and enjoyed along the way. Look, I love the way that you have explained that and uh, I can see that it has real meaning for you, particularly also in the work that you do. So just tell us, why is this an area that you're so passionate about? Oh, I'm so glad you've asked. You know, it's interesting. It's really struck me probably more so in the last few years and ever in my life before what I realised that grown women like us find it really hard to show up with confidence they find it difficult to show up to a meeting or to a group to find their voice. Uh, and it really struck me the first time I really noticed it was I joined a running group, a local women's running group. And what I learned through the Facebook communication was that so many of them would drive up to the event and even that was the challenge. But then to get out of the car and interact with the other people there and it was a really supportive community-based running event that was really difficult. And I thought, oh, there's so much that you're missing out on by, and that we're missing out on by you not being part of this. And yeah. the second time it came up for me is in, uh, I'm in a wonderful women's networking group. And sometimes women find it hard to, they get a chance to introduce themselves, to stand up and even just say their name and what their business is. And, and I've spoken to some of those people and I think there's so much that we would love to know about you and learn from you. So when I reflect on that, I realise that I've had people in my life that have really helped me enjoy my life, put myself out there so I can have the impact and the fulfilment that I want. And, you know, sometimes it's because of those mentors that I've been able to enjoy myself and, and achieve success. And what I notice with my clients, you know, one comes to mind, uh, she had been part of uh, a business for a while, but never taken a real lead role. And she realized, and I realized too, when I got there, it needed a leader and nobody was really taking the reins of this business. It was a family business uh, and she hadn't worked in it all of the time, but she, she started to. So when she started to recognize that she had a really important place here and she had some really, some big value to give to the business and the people in it, she knew that she didn't have all the answers and all the skills and experience, but she decided that if she didn't, then who would? Mm. And so we've worked together now for a couple of years and the transformation has been incredible. The culture that she's built, the success she's built into the business has been phenomenal. And, and I, you know, just the other day I was with her and I said, geez, you know, the confidence that you have and the reduction in stress that I've noticed, the way that you're really leading the organisation is so much different and uh, and she feels it as well. It's really extremely rewarding because she's achieving success in her business and feeling fulfilled by it, not frustrated or not stressed by it anymore. And, and that's magnificent. So many of the clients I see are unclear about even what it is that they want to achieve, um, what they're offering is, who they want to work with, how to package it up and price it and really put it out into the world. And, and so I find it really exciting when we can articulate those things so that they can step into those networking events or go along to meetings. And just the other day, another one who'd done some work with, went to a networking event for the first time and she said, I, I know how to talk and to talk about what I do, um, not just all the volunteering roles, but my business. And I actually got invited to, to pitch basically to wow. a potential client and I'm really excited about that. So good on air. 
Wow, that's amazing. You know, and as you're sharing that, I'm sure each and every one of us um, can relate to that. Now, one of the other things that I know to be true for many of us women is that we can look at others and really admire what they're doing, what they're saying. And they may be saying and looking at you thinking, you know, Lana, it's so easy for you. You're so confident when you speak. You've got this air of authority about you. It's so easy for you. However, it's hardly ever the case for us, is it? And we all have our own story of struggle and doubt, longing to find that fulfillment. So I'd love to ask you, what's your story? Oh, great. And, I, you know, I kind of chuckle on the inside as you say that because, uh, I, you know, I remember particularly early in my career, but, you know, even more recently, there's times where I appear confident, uh, but particularly when I was younger, I found it really hard just to talk out in a meeting, get my opinion across or, or you know, just the courage to, to share my view. I found it really difficult. And what I learned was that if I didn't, then I'm losing that opportunity to contribute and to make a difference. And I could put on, I learned to put on an outer game of courage. So I learned to show up. I learned to, I had to do a lot of presentations and training and meetings, but I wasn't feeling it on the inside. Um, so I've kind of gone through this progression, if you like, of first finding it hard to talk up, second talking up but feeling very nervous on the inside even though people would say oh you're so confident but I'd be like I'm just not then <laughs> realizing I really I worked on this because it was so important to me um, that through coaches through having the right people around me colleagues mentors I actually started to learn to value myself and truly feel confident on the inside which is really different to looking confident but not feeling it and when I realized the difference it's made for me, I can get up now and facilitate and I love it. I have a great time because I realize it's not about me. It's actually about the people in the room. And so if I can get my inner game right, mm. then I can, uh, you know, the feedback I get now from facilitation and training is vastly different <laughs> to what I did 20 years ago. You know, it's been a journey. It's yes. been a journey wow. and it continues to be. And I continue to get coaching and work on my inner game because, um, you know, every new situation presents a new challenge and new unknown. And the more you break down and through uh, the unknowns and try something different and stay in your growth zone, the easier it, I think it actually becomes. So get that support around you. Uh, make it makes all getting that support around you makes all the difference. I have had the opportunity to have you facilitate a meeting and I remember sitting there just watching you uh, thinking, oh, look at that confidence and you were just able to get the best out of each and every one of us who were sitting around the table. And thinking back, imagine if you hadn't had those mentors, hadn't mm -hmm. had people that had spoken into your life that had recognised you know, the brilliance, the, the talents, the gifts and the strengths, you may never have continued to develop that and never have been able to, to share that message. I think insights that we can gain from hindsight is in a wonderful teacher. So thinking back to the experiences, the people who've been and, and played a significant part in your life, why do you think they had that pivotal effect on you? Great question. So, um, you know, there's one that comes to mind, Anne-Marie, and it was pretty early on in my career, you mentioned I was in HR and I was in an HR role and um, I was working in with engineers which were foreign to me. I didn't understand how they think, how they worked, how they communicated, how they challenged things. And um, I remember my leader saying, Lana, there's this project and I'd really like you to project manage it. And my internal, and obviously it was, it was apparent on the outside as well, he said, 
he could see that I was not believing and I could do it, but he said, actually, Lana, you can do this. You're actually more than capable of doing this than you realise. And so him showing confidence in me, he could see something in me that I just couldn't recognise in myself. And the project went fabulously. I mean, so well. It was a cross-functional, multi-site project that I had to pull together over time. Um, it ended up getting an internal award, which I would never have thought was possible, but he saw something in me. And, and when you have those people who allow you to play in the growth zone, but support you so that you don't end up uh, in the stress zone where you can't be productive, mm. they begin to break through your underlying beliefs. They break through any perceptions you have, the limits that you put on yourself, and they help you start to rewrite your story about what's possible for you and extend yourself into things that you otherwise wouldn't do mm. and the impact and the way you can serve people that you otherwise wouldn't and it's so important and the impact so pivotal that it's really easy for us to play small oh, but that doesn't serve us and it doesn't serve the people we, we really want to work with and impact it's it's amazing so i wonder is it fair to say that this is one of the reasons now that you're working with other women in their businesses and their careers to be that mentor and coach and also that voice that says you have what it takes to other women who may not be able to see the potential in themselves that you know is there. Oh, definitely, definitely. I get so energized and excited. You know, sometimes I feel like taking some of my clients and saying, can you not see the value that you have in your uniqueness or your talent? You know, um, some of my clients are extraordinarily creative and their clients don't have that. They need that uh, and serve that purpose. So, um, you know, I've spent the last 20 years of my career working with individuals and teams for them to, to really get clear on what they want and try to eliminate those things that get in the way mm. of them stepping towards that and being bold and having that courage. And, and when you see that unfold with a client, it's extremely rewarding, uh, satisfying and rewarding for them and, and certainly just as much for me. Oh, I love that. And certainly I can just imagine when you see people starting to realise and then just stepping forward courageously. Uh, yeah, what an honour it is. I'm sure you, you see that continuously, what an honour it is to be able to support them. Now, sadly, in the workplace too, so many incredible women never quite see or understand their own potential that they could achieve. And you kind of think, as you say, you'd love to go up to them and just gently shake them and say, if only <laughs> you knew, if only you knew. Now, I do know that you've worked with many women over the years who have struggled with achieving more clarity, more certainty and confidence. That was what we all want, isn't it? I want more clarity, more certainty and confidence in ourselves, in their business and, of course, their career, much like many of the women who are listening and watching today. They sense that they are destined for more, so much more, but they have no idea where or even how to start. Why can so many of us relate to this, Lana, I wonder? I think there are so many um, challenges that can get in the way. We're drawn from pillar to post, we wear multiple hats, and I know that I certainly find it difficult at times to find the time and the headspace to get that clarity that we need. I know there's times where I've tried to do it on my own or my clients have tried to do that on their own. But by having somebody else who leads you through a process, it allows you not to worry about the process, but it actually also makes you dedicate some time to that and place importance on it. You know, that's when you put attention on it, which is brilliant. One of the things that I know you're going to share a little bit more uh, about is 
five pillars and they are yes. really there to help us to get un unstuck. And of course, in the next episode, you're going to dive deeper into two of those. So what are these five pillars that we need to know about? Yeah, the five pillars. So I'm glad just because what I've noticed in for myself, but especially working with clients, if any one of these are missing, it's really hard to have that breakthrough and move forward in the way that you want to. So um, when you have these five pillars in place, you do begin to have more clarity, certainty, confidence and start getting the outcomes that you're striving towards. So the first one is absolutely about having a strong support network. And what I mean by that is making sure that the people that you surround yourselves with, your own cohort, if you like, are those people that lift you up, that energize you, that champion you and cheer you on, mm. um, and who believe in your ability, uh, perhaps sometimes more than what you do, right? There are, you'll recognize the opposite of that. Sometimes there are people in our lives that like to keep us where we are or maybe drain our energy a bit. So the support network is, uh, surrounding yourself with with individuals and they can be people that energize you they could also be experts in their field so in business there are times we need to call in the expertise of someone because we don't have it but it helps us accelerate forward there are times where you might need the mentoring or the coaching or you need some uh some extra professional support or development so that's the first one mm. surround yourself with a strong support network really important the second one is about creating a clear vision if we don't know where we're going, then any place will do. So if we can be really clear about that future state that we want to create, one that's clear and compelling that links back to your purpose and what it is that you're trying to achieve, you know, when you hit that road bump, it's okay. You'll find a way to navigate around it because it's so compelling that you'll want to keep moving forward, um, whereas you'll otherwise get distracted and easily move off course or other things will come in the way of it. The third one I want to talk about is the, the importance of creating and implementing an action plan. If we don't know what the next thing is that we need to do and the thing after that, then we end up often wasting time because we're muddling around the corners, we don't know around the edges and we don't know what the next step is. So um, one of the things that I found is that when we map out with clients what I need to do now and then next and then next, and they've got a roadmap and a way of tracking progress and maintaining momentum mm -hmm. with good accountability, they do make more progress and they do step into it because they know about know what the next thing is to do. It gives them certainty that they're spending their time on the right thing and allows them to be clear about what their priorities are. There's something about having an action plan, as you say, that really guides you and keeps you focused. And how often don't we get clear on our vision because we don't have that clarity. And as you're explaining it, I'm thinking, no wonder we're never really achieving something because we haven't actually declared and you know defined what that is. So I just wanted to jump in there. I'm having yes. ahas myself. So what's the next uh, pillar? That is absolutely spot on. So thank you. That's a good addition. So the next one, the fourth pillar is to um, really instigate time boundaries. Because if we are going to achieve that vision, if we are going to spend time on those, that action plan that we put in place, then we need to know that there is a time and place for everything. Mm -hmm. And so often we put uh, other people first, other priorities first, other requests first, and we end up in second place. So it's impossible for us to be our best and do our best when we don't give ourselves the best as well. So, uh, and that doesn't mean that we don't give time to others. 
I am looking forward to going into this in more detail in the next podcast, mm. but we do need to, to carve out time for ourselves because otherwise everything will get in the way. And I've got some great stories to share about how that can happen, but also how we can turn it around. And then the fifth one is really around, it's about valuing you. And what I mean by that is being guilt-free, able to invest in yourself. And this is really the money mindset piece, if you like, Anne-Marie. So as you think about this fifth pillar, really think about, do I invest in me to make sure I've got enough self-care, that I engage services that actually allow me to do my work? So um, we'll delve into this more in the next one, but do I get professional development when I need it so I can continue to grow and extend myself? Do I make sure I, I engage the support and the services I need to play my A game in my business? Do I make sure that if I need something taken care of around my home, like the cleaning, like the gardening, that I do that, then that helps with the, the time boundaries, number four. And then the fifth one is, am I really earning what I know I could and am I hitting my income goals? And it's interesting, this is probably the one that can create some churn for people or create a little bit yes. of an emotional reaction um, because so many of us find it really hard to value ourselves and then put a number on it and then put it out really comfortably and confidently in the world. So they're the five pillars. So wow. strong support network, create a clear vision that's compelling, implement an action plan and make sure you've got momentum and good accountability around that. Instigate some very clear time boundaries and uh, definitely be able to invest in you guilt-free mm. uh, in the right way that's going to help you move forward towards your vision. These are such powerful pillars. And I think one of the things that you mentioned before you specified and, and went into a bit more detail was all of these need to be in place. Mm. We may have a really str you know, strong support network, yet if we don't have a clear vision, as you said, we're going to get nowhere very quickly. Um, mm. and, and often I think as women, what we do, and, and I guess rightly so, as mothers and, and, and wives, you know, spouses, we want to put other people first. But if we don't set clear boundaries in place, that's going to very much impact on how we show up and even when, it, you know, giving ourselves permission to work towards some of these dreams and goals. So do you find often that in more than one area we tend to be lacking or, or do some people really need support in, in one or more pillars or is it a combination of all of those? What, what typically have you found? Oh, look, I find that some people will, will realise or I'll realise through talking to them, actually, I'm okay with this or I'm okay with that, but oh my goodness, have I got some blocks around this? And that is usually a couple. There's usually a couple that if we can make some, might not even be big shifts, some small shifts in, mm. and we actually start to shift some of the habits around that because those daily decisions and choices and habits are what will really change the outcome you're getting in these areas. So what I tend to find is we need to tweak or improve some of the other areas and there'll be two that will go, right, okay, here's where the biggest opportunity mm. for you to get greater success and outcome is around these two areas. What I love about that too is that often, uh, you know, we hear about our strengths and we've talked about strengths, strengths and talents. And sometimes in the workplace, you know, we often hear about what are certain weaknesses. And we, one of the things that I've uh, learned and heard, and I'd love you to speak to this too, is that if our weaknesses, if it doesn't really matter because it's not really impacting us, then it's something that may not necessarily need to be looked at. However, if we go with that same mindset, well, I know it's an issue. However, I, I really don't have the, the time to deal with that it is going to keep you stuck 
because if one or more of those, they're so very important. What would you say to someone? Because we're going to start speaking into this. And yeah, for some of us, it may be uncomfortable, but sometimes we have to go through that uncomfortableness, if that's a word, to be able to start to lay some solid foundation. So what would you say to someone if she realizes "Mm -hmm, one or more of those is an issue for me, but I don't have time? Or what would you say to her? Oh, look, I would say that it's going to impact your outcome. So you either need to outsource it if you can, get support with it if you can, or find a way to break through and, uh, and change the habits in some way because I'm speaking from experience. I've had a business that failed. I had to shut it down. It didn't work, right, for lots of reasons, and I can talk more about that in the future episodes. Um, and it was because I couldn't break through on my own. I didn't get the support I needed when I needed it. And I couldn't break through it on my own because I was so stuck in my own beliefs and habits um, that it wasn't possible for me to break out of that myself. So Mm. I would either say outsource it, get some support with it if you can't find a way to break through it yourself. So, And what I'll often do is look for someone who's already got this sorted. Have a look around that support network and say, who can do what I can't do and can they either do it for me or do it with me and hold me accountable. So some of my some of my clients know that they can set up their vision and their goals, but when it comes to actually maintaining momentum, that's where they fall down. So they're like, okay, Lana, we need to see you once a month or once a quarter, whatever the pattern is that works for them. Yeah. Because we know that when you're here, we will work on our business and we will focus on making sure we're implementing our action plan. We'll focus on making sure we continue to craft our vision more clearly. We'll focus on making sure we're putting those time boundaries in place or um, changing our pricing. And I'll share mm. some of that in the future episode as well and the outcomes you can get from that. So got to find a way to break through it because your weaknesses are the ones that will hold you back. You yeah. don't need to become the expert in them necessarily. You mm-hmm. just do need to find a way that'll work for you to find a way through. Yeah. What I love about uh, the support and finding someone who's done that is because sometimes when you're not yet at that level of being courageous and and being bold and and taking that yes decision for yourself, you can borrow theirs. And through their courage and through their accountability, know that they're in your corner, they're there supporting you and and cheering you uh, along the way. And it supports us in shaping the better habits, the better actions, the better decisions, because it's like going to the gym, isn't it? We would not just suddenly, and you talk, you spoke earlier about a, a running group. You don't just start running and then expect to do a 10 mile marathon or a 10 kilometer <laughs> marathon. It takes a little while to build those muscles and to build the stamina. And so similarly, when you're changing and putting these key pillars in place and changing um, actions and behaviors that may not be supportive, uh, it takes a little bit of time and having that support is, is certainly something that I think is valuable. And I'm sure you've got clients that have um, that have certainly benefited from that support too, yes? Absolutely. Absolutely. So themselves, you know, one of the one of the ones I, I clients I think about was um, we just can't find time to work on our business. Um, or we haven't got time to get control over how we're performing. We're actually not really sure. Or we haven't got time to really uh, articulate our goals. We can't find the time. We're too busy for that. So mm. we had to break through that first. We had to break through it. And it was simply by doing it with them and showing them actually they can and the payoffs for them have been significant. Yes. When you see a business who's got more control and certainty and confidence in what they're doing, it this, the stress this starts to melt away. And that is a golden moment for me when I can look at my client and go, 
tell me how you're feeling right now compared to how you were, you know, when we first started working together and they can say, oh my goodness, I am, I know what's going on in my business. I feel more confident in my ability to lead and manage my business. I feel far less stressed. I can make decisions now because I know what's going on in my business and I know where I'm taking it as well. So um, sometimes working with someone who can help you break out of those habits and show you how it is possible to, to walk a different path and um, so that they can enjoy their business is really important mm, to me. Yeah. I bet I know what I, one other comment that they say to you, Lana, is I wish we had done this sooner. Oh, absolutely. Because no <laughs> all of the time, because we really, you know, it's something that, that is so, that I know to be true too is, as women is that we'll often put so much more fear and overwhelm into a situation that when we actually start to educate around different choices, and I know we're going to yes. go into the, the two that are often the, the most difficult to work through, then we realize, oh, okay, now that I know better, I can do better, I can choose better. It's not as hard as I initially thought it was going to be. And as women, we just, you know, take that that action. So um, I can't wait for you to, to spend a bit more time in around the, the, the two areas, of course, which is said around time. And I think that let that be an indicator. If we're constantly saying to ourselves, I don't have the time for this, don't have the time for that, that is a trigger. Let that be a, 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 a kind of a, a sign that you need to deal with something and around money too. I mean, the, the topic of money can often be one that uh, we don't want to talk about. But there is something that you have created, which I'm really excited for, for people to be able to access. And this is the Finding Fulfillment Self-Assessment Quiz, where they can yeah. access themselves or assess themselves against each of the five things that you have spoken about today. And people will be able to take that assessment to determine exactly where they're keeping themselves stuck in finding fulfillment in their lives, their business, and any of those uh, five key pillars. And then, of course, they're going to be able to access episode two and three. And to do this, can I share the link with them? It's, it's yes, please. www.lanamjohnson.com forward slash podcast series. lanamjohnson.com forward slash podcast series. Thanks so much uh, for sharing your wisdom and insights. I know we're going to dive deeper into episode two and three, so I can't wait to share more. Thanks, Lana. Thank you very much, Anne-Marie. Pleasure to be here with you. You've been listening to Ask the Expert podcast. Are you an expert with a message to share with other ambitious entrepreneurs? To be considered for one of our featured guest spots on an upcoming expert podcast series, go to asktheexpertpodcast.com.